There's something amazing happening in the Christian world. The Holy Spirit is drawing believers like never before to his spirit and truth. Uh, just recently, we came across a um, message uh, on a public Christian forum that someone wrote who was a believer who was feeling the Holy Spirit pulling him in a certain direction. And I just find it absolutely fascinating. And I would like for you to just have a listen to this as we discuss it. Uh, Christina, do you want to read it for us? Yeah, absolutely. So this person's post is this. Has anybody ever gotten the sense that something is horribly wrong in Christianity? But you can't put a finger on it. I've been a believer for over 20 years, every now and then, but especially lately, I've gotten hit by this feeling that there's something huge that we've all failed to see, but yet we can't put it into words. This terrible gnawing, it doesn't add up sensation has gotten to the point that it's hard for me to read, listen to, attend, or do anything Christian of late. I'm not referring to reading about Jesus or doing, you know, prayer or Bible reading or going to church or showing love to people or loving God or things like that. Rather, it feels increasingly like Christianity is like a puzzle in which 50% of the pieces are missing and people don't even know it. Like Sherlock Holmes trying to solve a case, but noticing that some huge pieces of information is missing. Again, I'm not talking about the things we talk about 24-7 every day. Things like love God, read your Bible more, pray more, love people, go to church, etc. Those are things we all see and have heard a thousand times. I mean that there seems to be something huge that's right in front of our eyes that nobody talks about and nobody even realizes. I can't put my finger on it, but I see the lack of it in almost every Christian almost every church and in my life. Wow. That's crazy. I mean, yeah, it's amazing, right? Like this person is like, I don't know what's going on, but something is wrong and I don't know what it is. Like I, I go to church, I pray, I do all the stuff, I go through the motions, but something is missing. Like, yes. what is it? And they're coming to a public Christian forum and they're just posting it there for they're Christian brothers and sisters to see and be like, guys, do you have any idea what's going on? Something's missing. Like, I Does feel anyone like, know what it is? I feel like half of everything is missing. Like 50, you said 50%. Yeah. Like that's, that's a lot. And he says, don't tell me to pray more and da, da, da. I need to know what is it because, yeah, like that's yeah. amazing. And it's crazy that he would make this post right now because as the body of Messiah, we've seen the last, what, 50, 40 years now, this, this revival of coming back to the, the truth of the Torah that God gave in his word, the Sabbath, the festivals, eating clean, all these things, the beauty of all of that. And then recently we've been seeing this revival of people waking up and seeing the beauty and the power of walking in the Holy Spirit and walking in that authority, walking as Yeshua walked. But yet we see so many people who have not yet experienced the beauty and the power of these things, who have not yet seen you know, the beauty and the keeping the Torah and who have not yet experienced walking in the Holy Spirit. And so for someone like this, there is something missing. Mm. And the Holy Spirit is not just mm. there to let you um, study the Bible better 
Or like, he is that, but you know, I was told that's all he is. I, when I grew up, the Holy Spirit was kind of just my conscience and that's mm. it. You know, the don't steal the cookies out of the cookie jar kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, <laughs> that's where it stopped. That's really sad that that's, you know, that for me too, like he was, he's just this conscience. Yeah, And obviously he instructs us in the things that are right and good, but there's so much that we have missed that we've not been taught in our churches and our fellowships of who he truly is. And what he has given us. Yes, and right? called like, us to do. Like that he has given us um, power and authority mm. to tread on the snake, to cause out demons yes. and sickness, and to have all these wonderful like spiritual gifts yes. that he has given us. Mm. And um, it's amazing, right? And that's that's one piece of the puzzle. But then we have the other piece of the puzzle that, like you mentioned a little earlier. Right the Torah, the law, mm. because, you know, the sad thing for me is that this Christian mm. probably, I'm going to guess, has been taught that, you know, the law is something we don't do, don't look to Jesus, you know, mm. Jesus did away with that. Jesus died so that we can break. He kept the law so we don't have to, you know, that's what we are often taught. And so because we're taught that, we don't even sometimes think to look at these laws. Um, unless, of course, the Father and His Holy Spirit reveals there's something there. But that's when we're in these places, yeah. these biases can color our vision. Yeah. You know, if you are taught that keeping the Sabbath is not good. It's a burden, don't it, you know? It's a burden. <laughs> even though Even though it's designed to give you shalom. And rest. But, yeah. you know... It, <laughs> it's a burden because, and, and there's so much to say even just about that one. Like I'm tempted to go there, but I'm trying to not to. But, but yeah, so many <laughs> of the, the commandments and the instructions that our father has given us in his Torah have been repackaged to seem like a burden, to seem like even bondage. But of course, how can we say that something the father gave us is bondage? And yeah, you know what? It's not that what the father has given us that's bondage. It's what's man has twisted these things to become that mm. has become bondage oftentimes. And, you know, so in some ways I understand because people are when they think of a lot of Christians, when they think of Sabbath, they think of the Pharisees. Yeah, they think of, oh, those people who wanted Yeshua to keep Jesus to keep the Sabbath um, in X, Y, Z way in these ways. Yeah. Oh, you know, that's the Sabbath. We don't do that. And Jesus mm. obviously made a point that we don't have to worry about that. That's how they think of it. But when you start realizing, well, if you actually take away all of what the Pharisees were about in terms of this, like take away what they were saying. Right, those certain Pharisees. Yeah, those certain Pharisees. Right. And and you just look at, well, um, what did what does the Bible teach about this? Mm. And then you start realizing, well, what the Bible teaches, and when I when I strip it all away, just to that is very simple and not a burden. And you realize that it's well, don't work, don't make anyone else work, rest, have shalom, rest in by the way, now we have Yeshua and his salvation. Mm. Rest in the fact that he gave you that. That's amazing. And, you know, I don't know about you, but to me, that doesn't really sound like too much of a burden. That is, yeah, that's crazy bondage, don't you know? That's like slavery to rest. What are you, what are you talking about here? <laughs> no, I'm joking, of course. But we have this weird concept that Sabbath is bondage. It mm. is a burden. And actually, it's freedom. Mm. It is shalom. 
yeah. Uh, we're just touching on like one of them now. We just touched on the Sabbath and in a little nutshell. And there's so much more in the Torah that's been, in the law of God that's been hidden away mm. because of lies. Because, and, and usually it's confusion and I don't think it's always with bad intent necessarily. But there's so many blessings yeah. that have been missed mm -hmm. out upon. And I want to submit to you guys that that's what this man is talking about. Mm. Like he is saying, guys, like there's something wrong, there's something missing. And this is a piece of that. And mm. you know what this all tells me? It tells me that you have an opportunity to be a light to this world in a way like never before. Because there are people like this man so hungry for that missing puzzle piece. And when they get a look at that and they have and you have good fruit, which is very important, very important, because here's the thing. The reason that a lot of these people are so are and have missing puzzle pieces is because they have witnessed so many man-made traditions, bad or bad fruit alongside God's commandments. Right. And now they just paint the commandments of God with the same brush and they don't want nothing to do with that. Right. They've seen the pride or the self-righteousness of some who say they do these things, who keep these commandments. And because of that bad fruit, they want nothing to do with the good. They throw the baby out with the bathwater, mm -hmm. which is wrong, of course. But we have a great responsibility. I'm like, with great power comes great responsibility. But <laughs> We have a great responsibility to represent our king and his instructions well to others. Yeah. And that responsibility is one that is to walk in spirit and in truth. Because you cannot um, give this truth that mm -hmm. we are talking about to someone without the Holy Spirit. Paul said, I did not come to you with wise words, understanding and all these things with my intellect, if you will. I came to you with a demonstration of the spirit and power so that your faith would not rest in man, but in the power of mm. God. And this is if Paul, who knowing who he was, okay, like very smart guy, knows more Bible than me and you combined. Right. Um, he says, I empty myself of my intellect and I'd rely so much on the Holy Spirit to preach Christ and him crucified above all and everything else. And then how much more do we need to rely on the Holy Spirit? And get what he says, demonstration of the spirit, mm. demonstration, demonstration. So there's a there's a a this is the Holy Spirit. Like people witness it. In other words, there are signs, there are wonders, there are miracles. There's something happening in Paul and around him that people can't deny is like, miraculous and something sometimes we get this idea that okay miracles you know wonders what does that even look like today but we also remember that some of the gifts of the holy spirit is the gift of discernment you know or the gift of of uh, words of knowledge when you are so close with the father and you know his voice that he leads you to someone or you're just speaking to someone and that thought comes to your mind that wait a second I need to speak this word of encouragement. And I don't know why this thought came to my mind, but I believe this is the Father. That's that word of knowledge, that gift of the Spirit. It's not some amazing miracle you can say, but yet it is you walking in the Holy Spirit. Amen, right? So 
all these spiritual gifts like oh, that's another piece of the puzzle yeah. is like that there's there's spiritual gifts that are here and the word that god wants us to walk in the gift right. of prophecy you know when we when i say the, the gift of prophecy many people listening to this they're immediately going to be the like, end times yeah in <laughs> times and they're going to think oh but prophets aren't that isn't that an old testament thing yeah back then yeah yeah back then we don't have that stuff anymore and and look uh yeah okay it's uh, the gift of prophecy is is it's not necessarily the it's, it's different from the role of a prophet but mm. there is a gift of prophecy there is a gift of words of knowledge like mm. you mentioned knowing things about someone you're not supposed to know because god knows and he told you right and that's a door to reaching their heart or the it's, gift of yeah. healing speaking which, in tongues speaking yeah. in tongues mm um oh man i don't so think many should, others but also the i fruit. don't think we should speak about speaking in tongues <laughs> yeah but also the fruits of the spirit you know we can't also as we get so passionate to and on you know fire to walk in these gifts that we forget love gentleness mm. patience right the same patience that the father showed with us in our journey of growing and learning these things i think that's a major thing that has been missing and like we talked about earlier the good fruit that is being shown that is what draws people in because they see our lives and how right how what do yeshua say they will know that we are his disciples by our love right. for one another right and he said you know he talked about the tree and he said um they will know you by your fruit and mm -hmm. uh, you know if you a good tree will bear good fruit. A bad tree will bear bad fruit. You will know them by their fruit. What what tree are you? Because you can say, I'm a Christian. You can say, I'm a believer in Yeshua. You can say, yeah, I'm a Hebrew. You can call yourself what you want. Um, but And you can say, I keep all these commandments. Or I, I see the Spirit working wonders through me. Or use whatever qualification before God you want. But if you do not have good fruits of the Spirit, if... If, if, if when people talk to you, it isn't the fruit of God and his spirit isn't oozing out of you, then you can say what you want. You can s s touch your knowledge, but it doesn't mean anything anymore because your tree is rotten to the root. And so that's the danger we face that when we are now here and we see all these people like this brother who is mm -hmm. saying there's missing puzzle pieces and we're, we're now we know what the puzzle pieces are like, let's get this to him. But let's make sure that the way we get this to him is in the way that Yeshua did it. With love, patience, peacefulness, you know. And I always like to think about it this way. If you're not willing to lay yourself down for the person that you're ministering to and talk to them, that you're talking to, then don't just don't minister to them because then you're not in the right place. Like you, you the Bible says there's no love greater than this, but for a man to lay down his life for a friend Yeshua laid on his life laid on his life for you for all a whole bunch of strangers in the world who he didn't know personally but yet he laid his life down for them they weren't even born yet yet he laid his life down for them that's the kind of love that he had towards all people that he ministered to and that's the kind of love that you need to have for people that you speak to because that would mean that you would be able to love them well love them into the truth instead of loving the truth into them right and at the same time we've gotten this sort of warped version of love due to our culture this sort of wishy-washy greasy gracy compromise love where we don't actually stand for truth but yeshua when he spoke and he rebuked certain pharisees 
He did that because he actually loved them, where he didn't address the question, right? He didn't address, he addressed the person. And yes, at certain times he had to speak strongly, but it was because he actually had such great love for that person. He didn't do it out of hatred, anger, and spite, and vengeance, and all of that. He loved that person. So yes, he had to call out sin, but he loved, and Mm. he had great grace on those that, you know, like we have the parable of the unforgiving servant, the the servant that was forgiven much, but would not extend the same grace to another. Mm. We often demand, you know, in our flesh, a greater level of grace and patience from our father than than what we're willing to extend to others. Yeah, and that's that's huge. The, that's a good question, right? Are we extending? Because I mean, for many of us, it took a long time for us to repent. It took a long time for us to come to the Father and lay down our old life. It, it mm-hmm. took a long time for us to come to insert the revelation here. Right. And are we giving that time and that patience that the Father had for us? Because he could have just squished us, but he Mm. didn't. He loved us. He had patience on us. And do we just go and squish people who don't agree with us? uh, Or do we love them into Mm. the truth? Right. Right. So, yeah, brothers and sisters, to me, this is all very, very exciting. Um, Thinking about people like this who are really hungry and you know i just wish that i could speak to this this person so if this was you hey reach out to me <laughs> you know um because there is so much mm-hmm. hunger in me and there should be hunger in all of us mm-hmm. to share this with others but at the same time don't get carried away by your by your zeal don't get carried away by how exciting this all is and and then get grow impatient because they don't see it as quickly as you do today right i think that's key amen right it's simply like loving like yeshua loves the grace and the patience that he showed to you extend to others as well because again we are to maybe plant a seed but it is the father who waters that seed and that seed might take a little extra time (laughs) some of us took a little extra time and you know that's that's okay, but keep wa- keep planting seeds, right? Keep going to the people that the Father leads you to and speaking words of life and encouragement and truth and love. Amen, amen, brothers and sisters. So I hope that this has blessed you. Um, we'll see you guys in the next video. If this has blessed you, hey, like this video. It really helps out the mm-hmm. video and the, the channel. Yeah. Subscribe to this channel to ca- yeah. keep up to date with videos. Yeah, and share your comments down below. Let mm. us know if you have any questions or if there's anything that you would like us to address in further videos. Yeah, yeah. Put your thoughts in the comments below and we'll see you guys in the next video. Blessings and shalom. Shalom. Shalom.